Um, thank you uh, so much just for being here and allowing me to, to make these remarks. Uh, Reverend Tomasian originally told me to, to keep it somewhat brief, and so I've only prepared an hour's worth of, of material. <laughs> Yeah, I took his definition when he said that to me. Yeah, but no, I, I had intended to uh, more carefully uh, prepare uh, what I was going to say, and uh, then the flu came, and uh, my little bit of mental power uh, started to fade away. So, <laughs> a lot of this is um, more off the cuff than I had intended it, than I had intended it to be, uh, but. I really struggled to know um, what to say. This church has meant more to me and my family in these past few years than most of you will ever know. We're closer to a lot of you than we are to our own family. And so to, to say goodbye, even though it's, it's not forever goodbye, just to say even goodbye for a short time is really difficult. I just want to say thank you for all the ways that you've ministered to us, ways that you don't even realize. I know you are praying people and that you've prayed for us. All the years we've been here, I started coming here in March of 2017, and, and the Lord has kept us here through that time and, and transformed our lives. For those of you who may not be aware, my wife, Amelia, was, was saved in our first year of marriage while we were attending here, and not everyone knows that. And so the Lord just has blessed us so thoroughly through this church. So it's hard to imagine leaving. I want to say thank you to all the men here, the ones who aren't here, especially to everyone that has been an example to us. We have known fathers in the faith here. We've known brothers in the faith. We've known People who've been become like sisters to us, women who've become like mothers to us. And that has meant so much to us. As we don't, like I said, have the closest of relationship with our natural family. <clears throat> I wanted to say thank you for that to everyone here, for being a family to us. And I want to say thank you as well for the opportunity to serve here. And it has been such a blessing to me. And just in my, my growth in the Lord, I've just been able to see men serving together and been able to be a part of discussions and different activities that I've just learned so much just seeing the Lord work through his people and blessing the fellowship of his people. Blessing the word to his people in ways that you can't control. Blessing people even in temporal things in ways that you just don't always expect. 
And so I want to thank you as a congregation for letting us serve here, giving us that place of service. It's very humbling. And I look back on my life, and I know many of you could do the same, and you just, you look at where the Lord has brought you and what he's allowed you to do, and the privileges he's afforded you. When for the majority of my life, I hated him. And just lived for myself. So for him to have done what he has done and what I trust to see him do in our lives, what he's done here, and what I trust he'll do going forward, it amazes me. It humbles me. So I wanted to say thank you on behalf of our family for praying for me, for praying for Amelia, and for our son Obadiah and being there for us in so many ways. And I also wanted to just give an encouragement to keep on doing the things you did with us to others. You just never know, and many of you, you know what, what I'm talking about. You never know what people are struggling with. You never know what a word spoken at church does for somebody when they're going through a trial. Just an act of compassion, opening up your home, having just a brief time of fellowship with a young family and a brief word about the raising of children or spiritual things. And I know Amelia and I have talked about it so many times. Someone has ministered to us and we've wondered if they've really realized how much of an impact it made on us. So I just wanted to encourage you to, to keep doing that. When people come in, I certainly did not have a background um, that you see very often here, you know, with connections with Bob Jones or even just Christian Holmes and other things. And it just spoke so highly to me, the reception that I received from people when I came here. And I also wanted to just encourage you just to remember what you have here as a family. That the local church here, it really is a family. It's not just a, a place where you go and you sit with people and, and then never see them through the week, or at least it shouldn't be. It hasn't been that for us, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that we have lived among many of you in different ways, and uh, one of my regrets is that we haven't lived among all of you the way that we have among some. And so I wanted to encourage you with that, with how much of a blessing it's been to my family and how much I know it will be to others as they come through the seminary or even just people who come in and join the church. And then I just have some requests that you would please remember before the Lord for our family. I had intended to structure these better, but if you'll bear with me, just to remember to pray for us that the Lord will just keep our eyes upon him 
as we go to Orlando. We know that there are going to be struggles uh, that we're going to face that are not going to be like anything else we've ever faced before. And we know that we're not going to be able to do it on our own. And we're going to need him to sustain us. We're going to need him to open up doors where we can't open them. And I just ask you to remember that for us, that the Lord would open a door in Orlando. We often, we know, we, we quote in Matthew sixteen eighteen that Christ will build his church. And we know that's true generally, but I would ask you to just pray that he would specifically build it in a very evident way in Orlando. Where we go, we will see the increase. We will see the word of God go forth and people come to know Christ. In that church, more established as a gospel witness. I ask you to pray specifically just for a million eyes. We leave all of you. We're going to another family. I'm thankful that there are people there who love the Lord and who will receive us, I know. And we're excited about that. But nevertheless, it's going to be very hard for us. And those beginning weeks and months, I know, will be hard on Amelia, especially, as well as myself, and even upon Obadiah. So I ask that you pray for that. And then just please pray. It's a joy, as Reverend Tomasian has said, to see the Lord answering the prayer to send us out. But I have just become more and more aware over these last few weeks and been seeking to pray consistently that the Lord will keep us, that the Lord will keep me. I know that there will be many pitfalls. There will be many things that I can fall into that will devastate my ministry. And I just, just ask you to pray that the Lord will keep me, that he'll keep me growing in holiness. He'll keep me from falling into sin, keep our family walking before him. And just pray that the Lord will give me wisdom beyond my years to know how to handle difficult things as they arise and that he'll keep me just walking in step with him. Because I know there are going to be things that I don't know how to handle. Just pray, pray that the Lord will evidently help me and guide me with his word. Please keep that before him and keep us in your hearts and prayers. Thank you. Stay where you are. Don't, don't go anywhere. I'll invite what elders are here. I know some are not here uh, for various reasons, but those that are here, just as we pray for Logan and Amelia. Uh, Amelia, you come up here too. I want to not embarrass you, but uh, why are the elders not moving? As in, the, uh, my elders <laughs> come up. <laughs> Sorry, there's a overlap of miscommunication there. Ships passing in the night. Um, yeah, the Lord will be with you, brother. He will. He promises to. And uh, we look forward, don't we? We look forward to what the Lord will do. And uh, don't be too scared, Amelia. And Melanie didn't even see Calgary before 
we went over there, she went completely blind. <laughs> she didn't know what she was getting into, so sometimes that happens in ministry. But uh, the, Lord, the Lord will be your strength, brother. Both of you as well will be with you. All right, let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's pray for them. Our God and Father, we stand here tonight with the desire that you would look upon us in mercy. Our longing is to commend this family to God and to the word of his grace, that, Lord, you'd be pleased to give a signal favor to this family, that you would come upon them and clothe them with all the gifting, the wisdom, discernment, power, anointing, Oh God, that you will raise them up. They have, just like all of us here tonight, we are all still learning, so much to learn. But oh, give us, give us an appetite for Christ. If we're learning Him, if we see Him, if we are on the road to Emmaus, having our hearts burn within us because He's there talking with us, filling our hearts with a fresh understanding of His love and His mercy. I pray that this couple... They would know what it is when God knits their hearts to a people and a people's hearts are knitted to them. We ask, Lord, that you will attend the ministry with early tokens of encouragement. We pray that people will come, that you'll bring sinners in, that those that are without Christ may know that a man who is faithful to God is in their midst. We pray that the Spirit will attend the preaching of the Word, that it might run and that it might go forth, not being hindered by any activity of Satan or any carnality in men. God, I pray you'd make Logan a holy man and a man who knows his God and has a broad shoulders and a strong back and the loins to walk with God through all the difficulties that you will carry him and endure him with the power that he needs. And we have no doubt that you will. Because any man who's been in this work we all know our weakness. We are frail. We are so frail. It is God who is our strength. It is God who is the one that keeps us and sustains us, is the buckler and tower that we run into in order to find safety. So God be with them. Remember that, that church there. Amidst all the discouragement, may there be a, a, a true spirit birthed optimism that God is going to bless them. He has not sent this family to mock them. He has sent a family and a preacher so that they might be built up in their most holy faith. He has sent someone because he intends to bless the work and for sheep to be fed and souls to be saved. And so I pray, Lord, that your hand would be upon them from the first service, a real sense of God. And in the prayer meeting, there would be a revitalization in the prayer life of your people. And they would know how to pray for this family. God may there be a real sense of your prosperity upon this work. We, we just long to hear good news from this place. So go with them, and we pray for little Obadiah. God, give him, give him little friends there from godly families who will come into the church, other little ones who he might grow up to be friends with and, and grow in the Lord. And we pray you'll save him, and you will make him a light and God, let not him fall foul to, to any, anything in the church or ministry. God, save his soul. So, God, hear prayer. Thank you again for this encouragement. We are encouraged, and we pray that you would, having raised up this family, raise up many more, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.
God bless you. I have something for you. Of course, we missed you on Friday night. This is from the youth group. So that's, I'm giving that on their behalf. And then this is from the session on the church as well. We trust the Lord will encourage you from it, brother. So anyway, the Lord bless you. Make sure you stay and pass on your encouragements uh, to them. Thank you, brethren.